Hello, welcome back to Kingdom Convos. Another week. I'm so excited to be sharing with you parents and grandparents and godparents and family friends and family members as we just get some encouragement in this thing called life. And so this week I'm going to do something different. I'm going to make an announcement about what's going on with Kingdom Convos and then we're going to jump right into our episode. So as you know, my name is Shannon White um, and I train moms. I train moms who have kids in kindergarten through middle school, and I show you how to develop the gifts and talents in your children so they are confident who they are in Christ, so they won't fall victim to the peer pressures of the world. And so on this weekend, October 18th and 19th, I am hosting two free webinars to show you how to develop the gifts and talents in your children. And so, yes, we usually already know what our kids are good at. I know my kid is a good builder. He's good at building things. I know that my kid loves singing or dancing or my cat, my kid is athletic. But a lot of times we send them to camps and to coaches and the teams to develop their um, natural gifts, things that we already know we've discovered. But sometimes we don't develop their spiritual gifts and really help them to connect those things with their daily life. And so that's what this webinar is about. It's about supporting parents who want to develop the gifts that God has given their children in a way that makes their kid bold for Christ. And so, mom, if that's you, if you're ready for your child to see church as more than just a tradition or time to go hang out with friends, make sure you email me. If you are ready for your child to use their gifts to be a blessing to others at school, with their friends, in their house, in the community, even at church at their age, make sure you email me. If you are ready and you want your child to say, yes, I am bold in Christ and they make God known and relevant and real in their life at their level, make sure you email me. That's what we're going to be talking about on this webinar is how do I develop as a mom The things that I already see, but how do I develop it? How do I make it so that it's easy for them to be a light for Christ and so they know what they're doing and it's on purpose? So if that's you, on Friday and Saturday, we're going to be doing a free webinar. So make sure you join us. You can email me at kconvos, with a V, at gmail.com. So kconvos at gmail.com, or you can make sure that you um, check out the show notes and the information will be there as well. So today I'm excited because we're going to be talking about teamwork as a parent. And that could be great because we know that teamwork, they say, makes the dream work. And so today we're going to be really be looking at Exodus and Exodus 17 verses 8 through about verse 14. And so this is really about Moses and Joshua. And we know that as parents, we have great intentions. We want great things for our kids. Like I said earlier, we see the gifts in them. We see what they're naturally good at, what they're naturally inclined to doing. Um, But then life happens and they don't listen or we're frustrated or we're annoyed or we find ourselves stressed. Or they keep calling our name again and again and again. Have you had this happen to you? Mommy, mommy, mommy. Mommy, 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 right? They do things because they're young and it makes the journey sometimes difficult. In addition to the fact that we're trying to work out our own salvation, right? It's not just us focusing on them. It's us handling the things that the enemy has thrown at us that week, dealing with the things that our job or our business has thrown at us, dealing with household things and family concerns and 
hucked, shucked, just doing um, laundry and going and running errands. It can be a lot as a parent. And so I appreciate God taking some time to really let us know that it's okay to get help. You know, um, it can be very humbling sometimes to ask for help. But God says, you know, it's better to have a better reward for their labor because if one falls, they have somebody to pick them up. Um, But if you fall and you're alone, you don't have anybody to pick you up. And so I I love how God has set the body of Christ in such a way that we're not doing this thing isolated. But the way that our society has set our society up, at least in the United States, is that we do things in isolation and we're just going from here to there, here, there. And then we get burnt out and we're fatigued and we're stressed. And so I just want to encourage you today that it's okay to get a little bit of help. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, So I'm going to read the scriptures and then we'll jump right into the things that God shared with me. And so it says, the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow, I will stand on top of the hill with my staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under them, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other side, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek Amalek from under heaven. And so this is so good to me because there are some things that we are going to face as parents that we can't get through by ourselves. So it's important to know who you run with. It's important to know strategically who has got placed in your circle and who has God su- surrounded you with and who has God provided for you to help you fight your battles. And so today we're going to talk about as parents how we have to balance the fights of life with staying focused and with victory. And so I just want to give you a quick background about where they are. The children of Israel are actually in, like I said, Rephidim. And this is important because what this word means is a place in the desert. So as parents, we believe God's promises for us and for our children. But there are still some seasons that feel very dry. There are still some seasons in your life that feel like, God, where are you? God, what's going on? God, I've been sowing, but I'm not reaping. God, I'm praying, but I'm not seeing moves and and manifestations. God, what's going on? This just seems so dead. My spiritual relationship may My spiritual relationship with you may seem so dead. What is going on? My marriage is on the rocks. My finances are kind of funny. Um, My family is having some issues. My job is really, really hard in a new way. So there are some times when we just find ourselves in a desert or in a dry place. And that's where the Israelites were. In fact, they had earlier in that chapter, they had just finished grumbling and complaining about their situation. And so if you find yourself in a dry place where you're like complaining and things like that, it could be an attack of the enemy because it says um, that the Amalekites, if you look in other scriptures, they attack those who were lagging behind. 
And so sometimes it's that we're just trying to make it day to day. We have been attacked and bombarded by the enemy so many ways and 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 by some of our generational habits and just what we do that we're weary and we get weak and tired. And so that makes us more um, vulnerable for when the enemy hits. And so what we know is that the Israelites had a promise, but they were weary and the enemy came quickly. And we know that he comes quickly in our life as parents and as people of God. And so they were in their place of the desert. And what God wanted me to tell you today is that in this desert that you're facing, whatever your desert situation may be as a parent and as a person of God, I want to speak to you today as a mom and as a dad and as a person. The only way you're going to win this type of battle that you're in is with your sword in one hand and an intercessor connected with you with their hands up behind you. So this is what we see. The only way that you could win this battle is with your sword in your hand, because verse 13 says, so Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. So the only way you're going to win this thing is with the sword in your hand and an intercessor behind you with their hands up, giving praise. Hands up represents surrender. Hands up represents um, praise to God. And so when you look at verse 13, let's walk through this thing. When you look at verse 13, it says that Joshua overcame them with a sword. The Bible tells us that the word of God is the sword of the spirit. And so the only way you're going to win this battle is if you take God's word and you keep repeating it and you keep saying it out loud. Because what we understand is that when you speak God's word, when you say what God has promised you, things have to shift in the spirit realm. And so when you say God's word and you speak God's word and you are constant and persistent, even when you don't feel like it. The enemy has to back up because God's word will not return into him void. And so when you speak God's word, angels have to move on that thing. When you speak God's word, atmospheres have to shift for you. And so I just want to encourage you today that in this fight that you're in, in this desert place that you may find yourself in, understand the only way you overcome is with one, your sword. The word of God. What has he promised you? What has he told you? And if you're saying, I don't know, Shannon, you can Google your situation and words and scriptures will pop up. And whatever scripture stands out to you, that's what God has for you. And so understand, we know that um, looking at verse eight um, and verse nine, that the Malachites came and they attacked. We already talked about that. The enemy's going to come and he will attack us in places. And we just got to be on our guard. But the reality is that we got to go out and you got to choose some men to fight. You can't go just with anybody in this time of your life. You can't just hang with anybody in this time of your life because you need people who are going to be sensitive to God's word and sensitive to the spirit of God so that you can make it out of this thing. And so it says Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. Right. And Moses, Aaron and her went to the top of the hill. So there are some times when you have to find your Moses. Who is your Moses in your life? Who is the intercessor who God has assigned to you to pray for you? Because mom or dad, let me tell you, there are some things you can't fight by yourself. Two have a greater reward for their labor. Sometimes you need some backup in the spirit. Yes, you can fight and you can say the word of God, but there are some times when you are tired. There are some times you can't get a prayer through. There are some times when you just feel defeated and you need somebody to help you go to battle. You need somebody to help you go to war to get to the other side of that thing. 
And so that's what we see in this scripture is that as long as Moses' hands were up, as long as the intercessor was helping and was going to God and was being obedient, Joshua and the Israelites had victory. But the moment he put his hand down, they would lose. And so there is somebody, there is a God connection that God has for you that is here and assigned by God to help you as a parent, to help you as a person, to help you in this journey that you're facing. And so I just want to encourage you today really quickly. It's a quick message today, but I just want to say, who is your Moses? Who is the person that God has assigned to you? If you're not sure, I want to encourage you to pray and ask God to reveal that to you on this week. Because as parents, we do it all and we give out our energy and we bless our kids and we do our best to keep going because it's not an option not to. They're depending on us. But sometimes we get weary and well-doing and sometimes our desert places feel like they're overwhelming. And sometimes the enemy will come in like a flood and he comes in suddenly sometimes it feels like and he blindsides us sometimes. But what I want to say to you is today God is sharing the strategy with you, which is you got to fight with your sword because that's the only way Joshua won. And you got to have an intercessor that's there behind you. I had to do that. In fact, earlier on this week, I had to call somebody and say, listen, I need some help. I'm going to fight this thing. And this is what God has told me. This is the promises of God. And this is what I'm standing on. But he keep, he's coming hard this here week. And so I need some backup in this. But I need you to agree with me because we know that um, we can agree when two or more agree on a matter that God does some stuff. When two and three are uh, together in one place and in accord, God will meet them. And so sometimes we need just some backup. It also talks about how one can put a thousand of flight, but then two can put 10,000 of flight. When you link up with somebody else who is following God, it is. Not, I don't even know the word. It makes your times of victory and makes your power 10 times more powerful. And so that's why God wanted me to give you this strategy. And what I love is that after they won, because they won and you're going to win. You're going to win whatever desert place you're in. As long as you stay faithful and you keep using your sword and you keep obeying God and following his instruction and you align and you connect with God, people who God has set for you, you are going to win. And not only are you going to win, but as you win, your children are going to see you winning and they're going to be encouraged by God and who he is because he's seen him give you victory. And so after they came out, what I love is that that was a time where God and the Israelites made a covenant together. And then God came down on the mount through the pillar of smoke and he gave them a sign. And so when you get out of this desert place, there is a covenant connected to your fight. There is a covenant connected to your promise. And that's why you can't get through this thing alone, because the enemy doesn't want you to reach this new level of covenant and intimacy with God and to see the signs and wonders of God that he's ready to reveal for you. So I want to encourage you today, sis. I want to encourage you today, bro, that you can make it. That you can do this. Take God's word and say it every day. If it's that hard, say it every hour. Put a a clock on your um, phone, an alarm, and say it so that you speak that one scripture every hour. Because that is what is necessary to overcome the enemy. It's his God's word, the sword, being obedient to God's timing and what he's asked you to do. And being connected to people who would be willing to pray for you behind you. Remember, Moses was not in front of him. He was behind him. And so at the end of the day, they are people that God has just for you because he loves you that much that he doesn't want to see you go down. And so we are a body of Christ. And so we work together. And so on today, I just want to say, God bless you. Keep the faith. Keep the strength. 
Be strengthened in the power of the Lord. And as you get the victory, let your children see it. And I love how also God says that Joshua needed to be reminded because when they found rest, they were to completely annihilate the memory or the name of the Amalekites. The name, the word name in the Bible, when you look at how it's translated, means the remembrance. And so once you get out of this thing, God doesn't even want you to remember it because the promise is so good. The fruit that you're going to bear is so good that it's not even going to be worth, worth remembering. It's just like when a parent or a mom goes through labor. That thing is not comfortable at all. There's nothing pleasant about it. There is labor. There is toil. There is pain. There is pressure. There is a fight to get that baby out. But once you get on the other side and you see how beautiful that baby is and you see how that promise was, was worth everything, you forget about all you went through because the fruit was so worth it. And so the Bible says that our light affliction can't even compare to the glory that shall be revealed. And so think about it because parents have multiple children because they forget about the turmoil. They, they forget about um, all the labor that was required because Amalekite, that word means labor. It means labor. And so after you get to the other side, you're not even going to remember all that you went through because it's going to be so good. And so I just want to encourage you today that, yes, if you need somebody to be your intercessor, if you need to be around some godly women who can pray with you and be your Moses and help you out and encourage you and laugh with you and cry with you, I want to encourage you to get on that webinar this week, October 18th and 19th. Send me an email at kconvos at gmail.com because I'm hosting a tribe of women in November who are going to be doing just that together. So I just want to say have an amazing week. God bless you. May the favor of God rest upon you. Let's pray and have an, an amazing week. So, Father, we bless you. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your power and your love. And we just acknowledge and embrace your spirit in your presence right now, God. Lord, we trust you for your plans in our life. We know that your plans are perfect. And so, God, we just acknowledge you. And you said if we acknowledge you, you would direct our paths. And you said, God, when the enemy came in like a flood, that your spirit will raise up a standard against him. But you also reminded us today that it's important that we connect with God connection so that we can be fortified in the spirit. And as we get the victory, God, that we won't even remember all that we've been through. So thank you for being a good father to us. Thank you for bringing us out to the other side. Thank you for building up our faith and opening our eyes to see how great and powerful you are. Lord, I pray for strength for every mom and every dad, every grandparent on this call, on this line. And I just ask, God, that you would just let your name be glorified through each and every situation connected to this podcast. I pray for blessings. I pray for your favor. I pray for your covering over our children. Lord God, let your kingdom come and let your will be done in our lives as it is in heaven. Thank you for favor, God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your wisdom, God. And so we go forth confident that you will complete what you have begun in us. And we're not half finished people, God. We are your we are your sons and your daughters. And we know that you will fulfill every promise that you have made to us. But we're going to make it through this desert season. Whatever that season may be, if it's in our finances, if it's in our homes, if it's in our families, if it's in our health, 
if it's on our jobs, if it's in our minds, if it's in our habits, if it's in our health. I thank you, God, that we have the victory because of the blood of Jesus. And I decree victory, health. I declare strength. I declare restoration and that we will walk forward in your power. So, Lord, do what you do. We trust you and we love you. And it is in Jesus' name that we have the victory. So we say amen and it is so. God bless you, parents. Don't do this thing by yourself. Isolation is a big thing of the enemy. So make sure that you have your God people and make sure you keep your sword in your hand because today we have the victory. I'll talk to you guys next week.